This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I am reporting to you from the 72nd Women's International Convention in beautiful Orlando, Florida. We have had an awesome time of fellowship, fresh word, fired up praise, and phenomenal women. Yes, I said phenomenal women because we are fearfully and wonderfully made. I love it when we women get together, when we come together in unity. It causes me to become full because too often women, we women struggle with conflict, stress, and weight that God never intended for us to carry. And it hinders our relationships with each other and more importantly, that with God. You see, God's purposeful intent has always been for us to all dwell together in unity. Of course, unity means oneness. He has commanded us to love ye one another, to love our neighbor as ourselves, to do unto others as we would have others do unto us. God wants us to glean from each other, from strength to strength. But how can we accomplish God's own purposeful intent if we lack peace among the brethren or sisters? Please understand, the enemy will take every little situation, each semblance of conflict, however small the misunderstanding, and blow it out of proportion just to keep God's purposeful intent from ever being realized. Even after God's word has commanded, follow peace with all men, holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Of course, this includes both men and women. I want to impress upon you today the kind of world we would all live in if only everyone truly followed peace with all others and dwelled in true holiness. This world would be a beautiful place and love, peace, and righteous living would be the norm, the standard, and our way of life. Folks would replace lust with love. Rather than covet, we'd be covering one another with intercessory prayer. Guns and gang violence would become pervasive praise and prayer groups, perpetually worshiping and praising God and living our lives as God commanded. Be ye holy, for I am holy. When peace becomes the virtue after which we follow, the fruit of the Spirit all fall into place. Now allow me to explain peace. Peace is that priceless commodity that I'd like to think everyone seeks after, but it would be naive of me to really believe that idea. Actually, that ideal idea. After all, when I turn on the news, observe my students, or even our regular everyday people from the neighborhood, I understand that peace should be feverishly sought after by all. But unfortunately, it is not. Peace is defined as freedom from disturbance, tranquility, 
a state or period in which there is no war or a war has ended. A lack of conflict, a time of love, laughter, and comfort in the absence of discord. Freedom from disquieting or oppressive thoughts or emotions. A stress-free state of security and calmness that comes when there's no fighting. A time when everything and everyone is coexisting in perfect harmony and freedom. I'm sorry for being a little long-winded with the definition of peace, but I need everyone to grasp an understanding of the beauty and tranquility that is peace. According to Hebrews 12th chapter, the 14th verse, we must follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Now that sounds so simple when we say the words, so elementary when we listen to ourselves repeating it, follow peace with all men. It is doable until someone cuts you off in traffic or insults you in public or tells a lie on you. In some cases, tell the truth about you. Take something of value away from you or verbally discipline, even correct your child your wife, husband, or you. It seems these are often matters that cause some to seek revenge, retaliatory actions, reciprocal behaviors. I heard a student say, I got to get my get back. You know, I have got to respond to the behaviors or actions of another, be it in harsh, profane language or ruthless actions, because I'm no punk. But God's word said, follow peace with all men, holiness without which no man shall see the Lord to know how to follow peace and holiness. We need to understand a few important things. Number one, to follow, even while it sounds passive in Greek means to pursue aggressively. So now God's word wants us to aggressively pursue peace and even holiness. Of course, that means being the first to apologize, to beg another's pardon, to give up my right of way, even if I were there first. You see, while God does not expect us to be punks, not at all, but rather the one seeking after peace exhibiting his holy nature, willing to push pride aside and humble ourselves. Number two, peace is a relational state in which there is no unresolved conflict or trouble. In other words, this precious peace must be pursued with not just some, but with all men. It may sound odd, but God wants us to be aggressive pursuers of peace in all our relationships. None claiming they belong to God should allow conflict to fester unresolved in his or her life. Just as we cannot love God without loving others, because God is love, we cannot pursue holiness without pursuing peace with all men. Remember God's words, be ye holy for I am holy. 
If we are currently at peace with all men, we pursue peace by aggressively maintaining and promoting peace in every one of our relationships. Romans 12th chapter, the 21st verse tells us how to pursue peace with those who are our enemies. Be not overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. In other words, we pursue peace with all men by doing good toward all men. Number three, holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. This verse drives home the fact that holiness is a prerequisite for peace. You see, to seek after peace with all, holiness would have to be a perpetual part of one's personal, physical, and spiritual makeup. After all, peace and holiness are inseparable. One does not and cannot exist in the absence of the other. Yes, some may pretend for a while. Some may front for a while, but the truth will prevail as whatever is in a person will eventually come to the surface. Wherever you find true peace, trust and believe God's holiness must be present. And wherever you find certain holiness, peace and love abide. Now, holiness is defined as God's defining character. His ethical holiness is his being separated and set apart from sin. Where his relational holiness, the attributes that separate the godly from the ungodly, such as purity, righteousness, and goodness, are godly attributes. So if we are truly his disciples, his children, sons, and daughters, then our life must be lived in pursuit of peace with everyone, each striving to be holy and peaceful just like God. His purity, righteousness, and goodness will become personal goals for our lives. We must aggressively pursue sharing in God's separateness from sin and His purity righteousness, and goodness. We are to pursue being holy just like God is holy. While we often look like our earthly fathers, we must live, behave, and respond as our heavenly father, bearing the fruit of the spirit. Remember, an apple tree does not bear grapes or acorns. You shall know them by the fruit they bear. When we are constantly seeking after revenge rather than peace, we ought to stop saying that we are children of God because God said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. So we need not worry about how our father will handle our business, which is really his business. As long as we ourselves are about our father's business, and that is seeking after peace and holiness as God has so clearly commanded us to do. Following peace with all will require us to obey him and to obey Hebrew 12th chapter, the first verse. 
lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily beset us. Every little thing that disturbs the peace, your peace, the neighbor's peace, your spouse's peace, or the peace between us must be removed. Lay it aside so that peace can prevail. Have you ever seen a sprinter running the 100-yard dash with weights on or even an empty bag about his back or neck? Not so, because runners want to remain weightless, carrying as little weight as possible. Hebrews 12th chapter, the second verse, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, because it was he that has made us and not we ourselves. He wrote an individual plan for each of our lives as he masterfully formed us in our mother's womb. So, Because we belong to him, he chastises us, redirecting, reminding, and admonishing us when we are wrong in order that we can persevere in the fight against sin. When we so graciously endure God's redirection, we are said to be submitting ourselves to his will and to his way. According to Hebrews 12th chapter, the 14th verse, Peace and holiness are to be our spiritual condition as well as our ethical position. As his children, we are already at peace with God because he forgave us. But we must live holy lives, pursuing nothing less than peace with everyone. Please don't lose sight of the fact that God knows us so none can fool him. We may be able to fool some of the people some of the time, but we cannot fool our God, not any of the time, not ever. Embracing God's holiness for ourselves will ensure that we walk and live in peace with each other. When we lack peace and God's holiness, we forfeit the many promises God has made to his very own. Hence, holiness without which... We can turn that around for a more concise understanding, which without pursuing peace and holiness, no one will see the Lord. Neither intimacy with God nor communion with the Holy Spirit will exist if one is not seeking after holiness. Why? Because he only dwells in peace and he is already commanded, be holy for I am holy. Holiness only results from right relationship with God by believing in Jesus Christ and accepting him as your personal savior. Such relationship renders us separate and apart, distinctly defined, exhibiting the peaceful standards that God himself wants us to live by so that the world is able to identify each of us as belonging to him and him alone. Now, contrary to popular belief, God is not calling us to be perfect, not the way we understand it. I repeat, he is not calling us to be perfect, but live our lives perfectly aligned with his word, his will, and his way. In doing so, we must find ourselves striving for perfection, perfection, 
You see, wherever holiness exists, there is peace as the two are inseparable. Remember, the peace of God that passes all understanding can only be realized through true holiness. Allow me to expound. We must strive every day to be more and more like Jesus. Walking in peace, separated from the carnality of your old self, set apart from sin and the ungodly, and distinct in your conduct. After all, to he who much is given, much is required. The Spirit of the Lord is the ultimate gift. So if that is your claim, the requirements that God is calling forth from you are far greater than his requirements for someone who is not claiming to be a child of God. Not that they do not need the Holy Ghost, but until the gift dwells inside of them, God's expectations of you who are claiming to be his own sons and daughters are far greater. Peter said it best in 1 Peter 1st chapter 14th through the 16th verses. As obedient children, do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance. But as he who has called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Since it is written, you shall be holy, for I am holy. When you find someone who is truly striving in and for holiness, their very essence is peace. And when you meet someone who embodies pervasive peacefulness, you know that one of whom you say, there is just something about them, therein dwells holiness. God's word is quick and very sure, sent to all, especially the least. Be you holy, for I am holy. With everyone, you must follow peace. Signs of the time still help me to find we really need God's word. For the sin and shame of the lives war claim, rumors of conflict constantly heard. I have learned and say, follow peace today. God's requirement for daughters and sons said, be ye holy, follow peace, cause relationships increase. Truth for everyone. To he whom much is given, much is required. So let God's gift have you acquire. All our father has said, live peaceably with all others, moms, dads, sisters, and brothers. A beautiful world to exist in unity. Holiness is set apart with godly conduct and a pure heart, striving toward all God said we would be. Peace and holiness are twins that coexist when born again, but separated, neither fully manifest. To those striving for peace, discord and conflict must cease, then tranquility and calm to attest. The fact that God is there, a truth make all aware. He only dwells in peace and places that are clean. To those pursuing holiness, righteous living, God much blessed. Study God's word for sweet truth to glean. Seek the Lord today. He has revealed the only way. Gain all that seeing the Lord requires. 
get on one accord with the spirit of the Lord. True holiness and peace will keep you uplifted, encouraged, and inspired. Well, family, this is number 108 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Please remember, there is no true or lasting peace in the absence of holiness. And anywhere that one is claiming holiness, peace must be the leading conduct. The two are closely intertwined and they exist collectively and pervasively only if God is truly at the forefront. Now the spirit of the Lord is the only factor through which one is empowered to follow peace with all and ensure holiness is our consistent behavior. You see, the spirit of the Lord is a keeper and a promised comforter so that we would have the power to live the set aside and separate life that God expects each of us, his children, to live. Through the power of the spirit of the Lord, we can each live our lives perfectly aligned to God's will, his word, and his way. Now, there is great debate over God's people being perfect. As Matthew 5 and 48 has advised, be you perfect, even as your father, which is in heaven, is perfect. But the Greek word for perfect can be translated as complete, finished, or fully developed. Hence, God's word has admonished us to study, to show yourself approved, a workman that need not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the words of truth. So then when Matthew 5 and 48 said, we must be perfect. He is really admonishing us to learn his word. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. So that we, his children, can become complete, finished, and fully developed. To be perfected in the virtues and attributes exemplified by he and our father which is in heaven. So then I need you to remember to follow peace with all and exhibit holiness just as our Father. Such set-aside behavior will reveal to others that truly you are a child of God. My prayer for each of you is that we follow peace with all, live righteous, set-apart lives while we strive daily for perfection and true holiness. God bless you. On a separate note, I am praising God for and sending a warm and hearty happy birthday to Tommy B, my friend and the baddest producer in the Atlanta area. He has been producing Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran for the past two years, and I have never heard him complain or fuss about anything. And that's hard to do when you're dealing with with me. His kindness, natural ability, and willingness to assist me through my hard times has earned me a number one position on the network. Please help me wish Tommy B. a happy, healthy birthday, praying that you are blessed and favored with many, many more Happy birthday, Tommy B. 
Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter page. You can listen to me on Amazon Music or YouTube as well. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows, you might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.